Yeah. Driver, yeah. don't stop at all. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. Driver, yeah, I can hear you. don't say a thing. <laughs> yeah, I want part two of that. I want part two of that. Uh, of that. Uh, the verses. Of the verses with Bounty Killer and yeah, yeah. Uh, and, um, and Beanie, Beanie Man, Man uh-huh. yo, I want that bad. Yeah. Don't talk about real gangster shit here. But now nah, we were saying that um about the whole uh about the um like ain't this you shit mm-hmm. like dog that shit is so fucking funny dog <laughs> it's so funny why does it sound like this am I bugging it kind of oh, okay this is better it's like, good I feel like this shit was just too high um yeah like like do you know what that is well what is the ain't this you shit no I am not for for familiar with that at all no it's you like like. No, it's like on Twitter, right? Huh? On Twitter, it's motherfuckers really just um, like going through your old tweets. Like, say, <laughs> say you say some dumb shit, like, like um, okay, yeah, black. Going. If you say Black Lives Matter, uh-huh. you know what I mean. And then they go through, they bring up your tweet from like fucking 2012 and uh-huh. be like, and you was like, all lives matter, and they'd be like, yo, ain't this you? Ain't this you? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, it's funny. It's funny, but it's scary too because it's oh, like, yeah. because it's like motherfuckers like. People really have nothing better to do. And even as, even before this pandemic, niggas have, not only do they not have anything better to do, it's very easy to do that. Yeah. To, to go up and search a term. All they have to do is type in your username and then type in a word. You know what I mean? And then they'll, you know, so it's like, it's just, it's, it's a scary time. It's a scary time for niggas on the internet. And, and I tell people all this all the time, nigga, delete your tweets, man. Go back and delete your tweets. Delete I don't know, the I don't tweets. Know, I don't know why they do that shit. Why like, they do what? Why they don't delete it? Yeah, like why they they'll like you'll be a person on Twitter and then you get mad followers, right? Because mm-hmm. certain things go. will certain things will like get you mad followers mm-hmm. or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. When that happens and you start to be more visible, you need to go back and delete all problematic tweets. Uh, absolutely, you know what I mean. But people st- people keep doing that shit. Like I I don't get it. Um, it's funny. I was a. Uh, recently researching like the bots that they use to go in and go through all your tweets and go through all your social yeah. media, go through all this to find it. Yeah. You know, but and, the, and it, those bots are quick. Yeah. But the, but the thing is, is like, you don't even need a bot. Yeah. You really it's don't. It's mad simple. All you, like dog, there's very just, you need is an angry you can, ex-girlfriend. You, yeah. It's like, you can, you can in your head think of the problematic terms mm-hmm. that you might want to search and make sure that you didn't fucking, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, but anyway, yeah. Um, um, Welcome to episode six. Fucking the world is burning. Yesterday I said the last time, episode five I said the world is almost it's almost over, but this time it's fucking burning literally. Um, I don't know, man. I'm a Leo, so you know how I feel. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Jeremy's been waiting for this shit his whole life, um, and <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm speak. I don't even know. I'm not even gonna start with the white with the white people platitude. It's, I don't know where to start. You know when when they put out their statements about this shit. That's the first thing they always say before they like say MLK quote or some shit mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know where to begin. Uh, it's funny they always leave out the Malcolm X quotes though. I they'll never why. go. They'll never go Malcolm X. I wonder they'll never, why. I de- like I said I said this earlier. Like I I dare them. I challenge them to not quote Mar- MLK. 
I challenge. I saw that. Was that was that tweet of yours? Or was that on your? That was a tweet of that was a tweet of mine. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or my Facebook or whatever the fuck. Like it was it was one of them because it's like that's the new challenge. Like yeah. fuck the savage challenge and all mm-hmm. others. The new challenge is when white people in your statements. I I challenge you not to cool MLK. There's so there's so many other African American people that are right rooting so many more not so, a whole lot of poignant shit when it comes to race and when it comes to American society and. MLK ain't the only ain't the only bag you can get into. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, um, Absolutely not. Because I know the, MLK is a layup. Exactly. But he's the safest bag. That's how they go to it yeah. so much. Yeah. You know, well, Martin Luther King wouldn't want this. Actually, if you actually do read some of his writings, read the letters yeah, from Birmingham Jail, watch exactly. some of his uh, old interviews from back in the day and see how he actually elaborates on his thought process. So many of the quotables we take because those are the those are the nice quotables that they can use. Yeah, and you on know? top of that, and on top of that, on top of your point, MLK thought all those things before they shot him in the fucking neck. Pretty sure his mind changed after that. Maybe I'm, pre- I'm not gonna speak for him, but maybe I would love to see what his thoughts were after he got shot in the fucking neck on a balcony. I would like to make a prediction: if MLK had survived getting shot in the neck, first person he would have called would have been Malcolm X. Just saying. Probably. Just saying. Maybe. Um, yeah, man. I, like we have a lot. We have a lot to, a lot in a little to cover. It's the same topic, but it's a lot. It's, it's, it's a lot. Last 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 episode, we were able to leave off talking about motherfucking something light. You know, amidst amid this pandemic, we're like talking about our Mount Rushmore sports. But now, <laughs> but it's like this shit is like we we have no choice, right? Yeah. Like. Yeah. We have no choice. Similar this... to the riders out there. <laughs> Straight up. You know, you, you know, like, when it, when it comes to, like, a lot of people out here saying, you know, will the riots help? When should the riots stop? And, and, and all this. Well, first and foremost, one of the things, since we're, we're, we're talking about, you know, MLK here, you know, when he talks about rioters and what rioters are, rioters are those of us who truly feel that they have made every possible effort to be listened to and to be heard and they have yet to truly be listened to or heard to yet so fine if you don't want to listen to what i'm telling you let me show you yeah i told you hey i feel disenfranchised i feel like this isn't even my neighborhood yeah i can't even walk the streets without being harassed i'm telling you this i'm telling you this and you're doing nothing okay i'm not gonna say it anymore i'm gonna burn the fucking house down Oh, Jeremy, Jeremy! No, you can't do that. You can't burn down this 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 like major corporate. You can't you can't do all of that shit. You know, like you can't. Oh my God! You can't tell me what I can and can't do, Chuck. Yo, you have no power over me. You have no power. You're not you're not my you're not Yo. the boss of me. <laughs> Yo, it's... no, but but, but oh, real God. talk though, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's it's right now we're we're in a phase where you have. People are saying, I don't understand these rioters. Uh, we were on your side. And we're losing the message, Jeremy. We're losing the message. We're losing the message. And, and, and all this rioting, all this shit, helping. we're losing it's the message. Really How does helping? this honor George Floyd, Jay? You know, no one would have been honoring to George Floyd if that cop took his knee off his fucking neck. Yeah, how about that? that how, about, how about we honor him that way? Nah, how man. about we honor him by the next time you, you see a police officer conducting himself physically with another, with another citizen, another human being, you don't just pull out your phone, your phone and record it. You follow up with it yourself. You, you, you send that video directly to the prosecutors. 
you send that video directly to his police chief. Before you post it on World Star, before you post it on YouTube, know who are the proper authorities to, 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 to send that out to. Like Police Chief Smith, ain't this you? Ain't this one of your boys over here with mm -hmm. his knee in somebody's neck? Yeah. Ain't this you? Isn't this one of your boys over here planting drugs on another individual? Well, I mean, yeah. Like, when it comes to that, it's like, it's like I understand why people post that on social media mm -hmm. because if I send it directly to the chief, he can just stifle it. Of course. He and can I'm just, not, oh, you know what I mean? Me, let me just clarify that. I don't mm -hmm. mean just send it to him, then stop. No, 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 no. The last place or the least important place for you to be putting it to, I want to say least important, but in your hierarchy... Of hey, the district attorney, the police chief, World Star, World Star's gotta be number three. Interesting. And, and and the reason why World Star needs to be number three is because you I unlike them not wanting to give us the benefit of the doubt when we're out here trying to live our lives, let's try to give these people in power the benefit of the doubt. So, Mr. Chief, no. No, so okay, Mr. Police Chief. Okay, Mr. District Attorney. I have a video here of your cop doing something terrible. And I'm not going to tell you I'm not going to post it if you do something about it. I'm telling you, it's going to be posted regardless. Gotcha. So you want something to... I just you want wanna... you to see it first. So you want them to... You want them to have a chance to act first. Exactly. Okay. That's it. Now, all right. Please, all right. if you think... Come on. You think I'm going to go through a process and trust a police officer? That's what I'm just, saying. That's, okay. how, that's how, that's that's how it's... That's how we clarify. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 I mean, because I mean, you... When we do things, when this shit, shit like this happens, and like, like I said before, it's like... It's like the the one thing they they run to and they they don't run to they sprint to that shit is to find any reason any reason to say the way that you're pro protesting the way that you're fighting about this is wrong mm -hmm. because I already want to believe your I already don't want to believe what you're telling me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even if it's on tape right in front of me mm -hmm. I'm looking for any fucking reason. Any reason, because any reason to say that your message is lost, because four hundred years of slavery doesn't make our make our message. Four hundred years of slavery wasn't enough. Jim Crow, segregation, getting fucking murdered by police, redlining, gentrification—all of those things, murdered all of those things weren't weren't enough. Officers. All those, yeah, <laughs> all those things were not enough. We we still need to. March perfectly, protest perfectly, make sure everything is in bounds. That's that bullshit. Yeah, that's that bullshit. That's that, like, we have to do gymnastics for them and get a perfect score in order for them to accept and believe that things are happening. Oh, even, even, now. even if it's right in front of them. Yeah, so what I'm going to tell you is they're done. They're absolutely done. We don't need to humanize ourselves for racist white people. We don't need to sing. We don't need to dance. We don't need to look at your skin and my skin. No, that's done. That's over. If you still believe this, you are willfully believing that. Mm. There is nothing we could do for you. I'm not I'm not in the business. We're done. We're done being in the business of trying to convince white people. I, and that's why these cities are burning. And just to add on to that point, it's it's more specifically we're done trying to convince white people who are on the fence. Yeah. Because obviously you're not on the fence because you don't side. know what to do. You're on the fence because that gives you the best view of both sides. 
So pick a yeah. side. Or we'll, or we'll tell you which side you belong to. Nah, but niggas sold some sneakers, man. I mean, it isn't like these any it isn't like none of these stores had insurance policies. Mm. I mean, it isn't like it, it isn't like everything that was burned, everything that was stolen, everything that was destroyed can't be rebuilt again. And my, my heart goes out to the business owners out there who who had their businesses destroyed. It's fucked up. You worked your whole life to set up to set up that shop. Whether it's a sneaker store, the grocery store, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the mechanic shop, whatever it is, you worked your whole life. And then these people come along and they destroy it. My heart goes out to you. You have my sympathies. However, when you are a business owner in America, it's almost as if your business is another human being. Yeah, yep. And what does your business stand for? Or what does that human being stand for? Mm-hmm. So just to throw out an example out there. Target, major corporation. You have your, uh, my apologies, Target. Target, yeah. Major please corporation. Res- please respect them. I always got to put respect on their name. You, major corporation, you have these stores all over America. Divorces are happening because of your stores. <laughs> you know, my wife has been talking all day. I got a divorce. Her. You guys are making billions of dollars. Target, where did you stand on the treatment of... Oh, you hit the ding. Beautiful. <laughs> Target, where was your stance on all these issues, specifically the issues of how people of color in this country are treated by the police... Just so we could keep it just in that realm, aside from how people of color are treated by the banks, by, by yeah. the medical system, all that, just mm-hmm. by how people of color are treated by the police, okay? Where was your stance on all this? Where were your... Before where, this. Where, Yeah, be, before this, before your stores were getting torched. Where were the donations you, where were the donations you were making to youth programs to put people, to put um, disadvantaged, disadvantaged youth, people of color in better situations, they can make better situations out of their lives. Where, were you making any donations to organizations like the NAACP? Were you making any don- donations to any organizations whose primary role and purpose was to make the lives of dis- disenfranchised black people and black and brown people d- disenfranchised black and brown people better nah so as far as I'm concerned Target and the CEO of Target and your corporate board however you guys set up your business oh well and I use that same old well if you're the mom and pop shop as well. And, and, and again, it, it, it isn't your fault that this happened to you, but you got to remember, when you, have, when you have your business in a neighborhood and you're opening up your store every day and you're seeing how cops are treating your customers, you are opening- you're seeing how cops are treating your neighbors, yep. and I don't see you putting a sign up on that door saying no police officers may enter. I don't see you... I don't see you well, I mean, in they the could co- do that. Uh, well, no, they could. They definitely could. Be, be, that if, no police officers can enter. Absolutely, you can. You can refuse when you own your business in in in, in America. You can refuse. I can't say you can refuse your services to anyone because there are discriminatory discriminatory laws. Right. However, you could absolutely refuse your services to a police officer. I've 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 seen in red stories yeah, all the time where coffee yeah, shops I know, I, so you can do yeah it. you is can it, it's just it, it's it, yeah I'm sure the optics of it won't be great but you know what. That's how you pick a side, because yeah. right now when we we are in a situation where, whether we like it or not, we have law enforcement on one side, the citizens on the other, and particularly the people of color, just just focusing on them and everything that they're they're going through. People look like us, right? You have these two sides. You, keeping it again in the realm of the business owner, you as a business owner, 
need to pick which side you're going to support and not necessarily go against the other, but which side you're, you're going to stand on and know, hey, when shit hits the fan, I'm either with the people or I'm with the police. And how you choose to conduct yourself once you pick that side, it's on you. But my my opinion on it is that it's unfortunate. I don't like seeing it, but I'm not shedding any tears. I'm not going to be up thinking about they they see what they did to Lace Man. Yeah, <laughs> see what they, they were doing on Mass and what they did yeah, to Lace. They, they got Lace Man. They Come got, on, man. they got Lace. Um, oh, they got Lace. No, they got Riccardi. They got. You know what the thing is with me? It's like I, like I I I definitely respect that opinion. Um. Um, with me, it's it's just come from a different it it just come from a different standpoint. Mm-hmm. When you when you open a business, and like you said, like that point you made about like you open a business is just like another person. Mm-hmm. Well, when you like imagine if you are are opening in a business in a racist society, it's the same thing as you letting your child out in a racist society. There's conversations you have with your child mm-hmm. that to prepare them for this. The same way you should prepare your business for when shit goes bad. And when you open a business and you run a business in this country, you have to understand you are building that business on tainted soil. Right. If you didn't know that then, you should know that now. Mm-hmm. You are on tainted soil. Mm-hmm. You are on bought time. Mm-hmm. Because shit like this can happen. You you have a business in a neighborhood that... Whether like let's let's say for instance because we'll we'll go from top to bottom we'll go from the target which you just which you just described mm-hmm. let's 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 talk about let's talk about in Boston let's talk about Newberry Street mm-hmm. you are a historic shopping area mm-hmm. in one of the richest cities in America the world in the in yeah in the richest cities in America mm-hmm. which is one of the richest countries in the world. Mm-hmm. In a place, in a country that has gross disparities when it comes to income um, in, in class level. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand, I am a beacon of everything that the majority of this country thinks is wrong with this country. Mm. Most people in our, in our state feel uncomfortable coming down into those areas of the city. They don't feel welcome in those areas of the city. Mm-hmm. And there's sit and there's and there's streets like this in every city in America. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand when civil unrest begins to happen, you then need to protect yourself. You need to be forward thinking about these things. You need to be. Otherwise, you will be ransacked the way that those that those businesses were. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm not out there doing that. But I'm also not going to con- I'm not going to criticize the way people in pain are fighting back. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. What you can do, just like the protesters did, what if you're against what they're doing, you can go out there and counter protest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Go out there and and protect your business. Like, do your due diligence. We knew that how much, like, in in a city like Boston, how many days head start did people in Boston have before these, the the organized protests, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like, we knew 
a few, like a two days before that, they were going to have a protest at 630. Mm-hmm. Start going to start a Dudley to, to the state house, right? You already know in your head, that's pretty late. By the time this is over, the sun is going to be down, mm-hmm. right? So you know that there's, with all the things going on in the, in the, in the world, I don't need to be a, like a strategic fucking army <laughs> captain, <laughs> lieutenant to know that a lot of police presence is going to be in the state house downtown area. Leaving the the rich one of the richest districts in the the in the city straight abandoned, mm-hmm. right? So my store, if I'm on, if I'm in a place like Newberry or the Newberry of your state or some other state, I'm gonna do my due diligence. I'm gonna board up my windows, mm-hmm. and if I'm a if I own a mom and pop and it's just my my store, I'm going down there. With I'm the going shoddy. to I'm going to defend my property. Um, I mean, a license, I mean, if you're a Matt and Mass, you're a licensed, um, you know what I mean? Um, but like law abiding citizens here. Right. So it's like, like, I'm not trying to blame, I'm not trying to blame the business owners, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is you need to take, just like everyone, you need to take personal responsibility for your property and for your business. You need to protect your business. So when you and you saw this stuff going on and you just sat back and thought that the police are going to be able to protect it mm-hmm. and well here's the thing being black in america there's a lot of things that we expect too and we do not get mm. so like our rights right so what do we do we coach our children we coach ourselves we look after each other all of those things because we know that this country is not built to protect us, and it never was. And that's what we're fighting for. Mm. And you need to understand, well, like I said, if you didn't know then, you know now, they are not built to protect your business the way you think it is. You have to do that. Hire security. Board up your windows. There's there's those things that you can do. And that's and that's my stance on, on, on like, whether it comes to, like I said, we talked about Target, we're talking about, like, the lug, you know, the luxury parts of the city, and even mom and pops. Unfortunately. Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. Yeah. I'm not saying this shit is cool. I'm not saying this shit is like, this is okay, let's go burn down. And I think it's, and I think that it's, it sucks. It's fucked up. And it sucks that people are out here burning Throwing um, bricks through windows of of mom and pops, people that have been working on their business, that had their businesses for years, or or the people that just started their businesses, and I don't I don't even feel comfortable chalking it up to they have insurance, but I do know you have insurance and you should have insurance. Number one, number two, you have to understand you have a business on tainted soil, on tainted soil. If you didn't know that then, you have to know that now. And you need to ask yourself a question now that you know that you have a business on tainted soil. How do I fix this, right? How do I fix this? Do I get mad at the at the protesters? Do I get mad at the police? Or do I get mad at the system that made it so these subjugated people, these oppressed people, the only way they got were able to get my attention is by throwing a brick through my window. What does that say about me? What does that say about what I've been paying attention to or haven't been sticking my fucking head in the sand ever since this shit became, ever since that first, the first Black Lives Matter hashtag ran across my screen? Hmm. 
And that's sure, man. I mean, and then we look at, I mean, speaking of the Newberry Streets and other places, on like Rodeo Drive, yeah, out in Cali, yep. You know, now you you're out there. You got to deal with the curfew. You know, AP was it? Eight p.m. to uh, six a.m. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fine by me. Eight p.m. is eleven o'clock over here. So yeah, yeah. We're gonna be sleeping anyway. So <laughs> like y'all out in Cali. <laughs> but no, seriously though, like, yeah. and, and now these are the measures that we have to deal with. Now, granted, those measures I feel are more in place due to the uh, coronavirus. However, well, who knows? I, I mean, it's probably not because of corona because they just put in that 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 curfew yesterday. As of yesterday, I believe, yep. on California. Yep. So it, it is more so because of this, but it's like now it leads to that as well. Like, because we are not able to find a way to go along and truly get along, we will continue to fight, we'll continue to struggle, and no one's going to be happy. Mm-hmm. No one's. How, how happy are you if you're, uh, 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 let's that out. Let's say you're a millionaire living in the times like this. You own a, a storefront shop or whatever. You don't manage anymore. You, you hire staff. They manage it for you. How happy do you feel? How safe do you feel knowing that your business could be destroyed? Hopefully, you don't feel too safe. Hopefully, you don't feel secure, too secure because that's the point. Yeah, that's the point. Because You don't get to feel comfortable and you don't get to feel secure until if the oppressed, uh, if if the, the oppressed the, don't. If the oppressed don't feel. They don't. Yeah. That's all this is. Because this isn't a oh I'm happy I'm I'm happy I'm joyful. Let's go riot. Yeah. No. Who, who, have you ever seen a happy riot? No. 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 People are upset. Yeah. People are being disenfranchised, and you continue to give them lip service, or even worse, you continue to outright ignore them and undermine them and undermine them. Yep. Because no. So they, so let yeah, me just yeah. just about the undermining part. Here's mm-hmm. the undermining part. Why I always tie this back to the to the police specifically for this situation. So let me get this straight. You own. Uh, liquor store slash convenience store on Crenshaw Boulevard in Cali, mm. but you'll donate and you'll donate a hundred dollars every month to the police union, which is okay, fine. But if you got to donate that hundred dollars to the police union, you dance your butt turn around and donate two hundred dollars to the local baseball league, a hundred dollars to the local basketball league, because your money is telling us which side which side that you're choosing. Yeah. That's how all this. Ends up money coming together. Money is the only language that they speak. So, if you have a big population in your country that has continued to be ignored, oppressed, undermined, abused, what do you think they're gonna? How do you think they're gonna speak back? Like every other human being throughout the entire human history has responded back. How did how did we respond back? In 1774, 1775, when we threw all that fucking tea yeah. out here in Boston. Yep. Twenty <laughs> I think today it was twenty-one million dollars mm. in, in in you know in you know in today's money, twenty-one million, million dollars in tea in we tea. threw into the fucking harbor. Like I that's what I it. that's what I said earlier. I'm like, not only are we from Boston, we're Haitian. We're Haitian. We, o- we only know this shit. It's in our it's in our blood. This is what we got. We got. This is what Coupe they. Bulekai. Yeah. This, that's that's that's. Bulekai. Listen. So that, how dare I be against the people out here running these streets? Yeah. I can't. This is this is what they taught us. This is what they taught us because we went on the freedom trail. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> um. A fucking um. Um, field, trip. field trips. Mm-hmm. We went to the Mayflower. Mm-hmm. We went to the where the Boston the, the Tea Party was. Mm-hmm. They've been in, they've been indoctrinating mm-hmm. us in revolution mm-hmm. forever, and then we get mad when we see one. 
we get mad. Revolution is fine when it's on Twitter and on the internet, mm-hmm. but when it's on your front doorstep, that's when democracy ends. Mm-hmm. That's when my property. That's when, you know what I mean? So and and also just another layer for this as well. Just off of what I've been seeing, there's also a major element in this where you have 99.99% of the protesters who are peaceful, who are out there just to protest, scream, march, march the streets, do their thing. They ain't there to destroy property or anything. Then you have that 0.1%, if if it's even 0.1%, if not even less, if it could be zero for all I know, who are there to loot and destroy. But then you have this other element and that's where the real criminal element comes in. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why the looting doesn't start at the beginning of the parade. Yeah. It happens at yeah. the end of the parade. At night. At night. When everybody's dispersing. And all the niggas then in all, all the black. criminals could come in and dress in all black and do their thing. Yeah, because could you imagine? They use, like, they use the protest and our pain and our suffering yep. as camouflage yep. for their criminal behavior. Yep. And they know so, that. And they know that. Cuz cuz if a hun- if the, all the people I, you see how many motherfuckers was at that at that protest if all those people really were looting we would have Boston, no city. Boston would be in That shit would be in the Charles. Smoldering It'd be right a now. fucking rap. Easy. And we know that. Easy. Boston only got like 25 blocks. We come on my that. G. It's not a city, it's a come town. Come on chief. It's a town. Like Come on. Come on. It's not like this is Minnesota or even those other, other cities where something could be happening way over here and mm-hmm. so they ride in. No. You got different boroughs. The, you got what I just three des- or four bridges. What I just <laughs> described where they were able to rob Newberry Street but have the fucking, have the thing at the steakhouse, that ain't even in a block, nigga. You just run through the commons. Yep. You run through the commons and you there. We're talking, we're talking what? This is strategic. They were saying like they, they, there was a, there was testimony from people that lived above above the stores on Newberry Street mm-hmm. that was looking down as this was happening, and they were like, and I, you know, what I mean, y'all can find the video. Dude was like, "Yo, that was not the protesters that were that mm-hmm. were looting the stores. Mm-hmm. These people came in cars, mm-hmm. all black. They were shouting out orders. They came here to fucking rob, and that's what they were." Those are not Black Lives Matter protesters. That were not George um, George Floyd, um, you know, protesters. You, yeah. sympathi- you know what yeah. I mean? And like, but that's how the media does it, though. You know, because because a part of the media's job is to maintain the status quo. Yeah. So how do we? Well, what's the spin here? Yeah. How do we spin this from? Because there needs to be a, tragedy a villain where, where the entire system is at threat now nah. to. We've quelled, we've quelled the threat, back to business. Because that's scary. That's scary. When we talk about changing systems, uh, they don't want none. They don't I want like no part of that. I like how it is. I ain't really trying the, to mo- the moderates, really- that's why Bernie didn't get it. Come on. That's why Bernie didn't get the nomination. Because mm-hmm. all that shit is good and, pre- and, 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 and screaming and all that shit. But when it really comes down to the nitty gritty. Time to get busy. Nah, man. It's the status quo, baby. Mm-hmm. It's the status quo. Their lives didn't change enough when Trump got when Trump got elected. Mm-hmm. That would that just didn't make them feel good. Mm-hmm. Their pockets didn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Their lives didn't change. Shout out to those to all those liberal women out in New York calling the cops on black and brown people hanging out mm-hmm. in the park mm-hmm. every other day now. Yeah, they had, she probably had a pink hat on four years ago. Come on, man, she was with her. Yeah, she was with her. Um, and, and 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 that's that's just. With 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 this stuff that's going on, all all this all this pressure, right? 
all these different cities, all these different states going through it. But one of the things that, that I just found so interesting is when you look at the maps where all these cities are happening and then you see the flyover states where nothing mm. is happening, mm-hmm. it makes me yearn for the Midwest. <laughs> Straight up. It makes me it makes me it makes me want to take a page out of Kanye's book, <laughs> go buy some land out in where's he at? Uh, uh, Wisconsin. In, not Wisconsin. Uh, um, Montana. No, nah, not Montana. What the fuck? Am I? Wyoming? Wyoming. 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 You know, buy me some land out in Wyoming where there are no stores, there are no protesters, <laughs> there are barely any even even any cops. Mm-hmm. If there is a cop, he'll come over from dinner at least once a month. Yeah, because that's how policing happens in those, in those places. In that part of the country. Okay, if you ain't so, black, if you ain't black, <laughs> if you got money, you can make it happen. Yeah, sure. You know, yeah. You know, money doesn't talk; it curses. <laughs> a place why a place like Wyoming might might be the place yeah, yeah. To, to to get away from get away from all this. If you want to get away from from all this versus staying where you are and making an attempt to actually fix it, yeah. you know, I'm not yeah. I'm not I'm not here to watch shit burn. I'm here to watch it burn, but more than happy. It. To help you rebuild it, yeah, like that's, rebuild it the right way. Yeah, we we don't we we want to like people. The protesters wanted to to burn down your way of thinking. Yes, and yes. you didn't allow that. And a part of and, your way of thinking is this property is more important than this human yeah, life. Yeah, and they're that showing needs you, to go, and they're showing you it's not. That's what they want to show you. Never has, never will be. Um, yeah, man, and and you know in in. in when it goes to like how people how people are responding to that like we talked about that earlier we talked about and and just pretty much like pretty much we just like the response that we need from the from the allies right Mm -hmm. the non-black people Mm -hmm. that are seeing this go down and like and they have their opinions on it they obviously have their opinions on it but i'm I'm speaking for the ones that that want that that support Right. And just really just like where we're where we are as a people when it comes to that. Like in 2016, you would have got away with when they were when when things were happening in, in Ferguson. I want to say it was 2016 mm-hmm. or even before. No, it was before 20. I think it was 2014 because mm-hmm. Obama was in office. Obama was still in office. Um, yeah. So when things were happening in 2014, you probably could have got away with silent support. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, black. Black Lives Matter, yeah. We support you yeah. with our silence, right? Yeah, like what you're doing, what you're doing is, is great. You know, I, I, you know, giving us that like pat. No, six years later, we're done with that. We're we're done with that. If you're not, that doesn't get you I, an invite to the cookout anymore. No, it it never did. Um, not to my <laughs> cookout. Because um, I'm not giving out no pats on the back for people using their brains mm-hmm. for doing the right things for having integrity. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can't get away with that anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't want you around me anymore. If something like this happens and your response is silent, even if you say, I support you, no, I need you to be vocal. I Actionable. Need actions. Brave. And, and, and I'm not saying I need you to go out. I'm not, I'm not saying I need you to go out and march and, and, do, and do all this other shit. That would be great if you did. But, and, and I, like I said, I'm of the mindset, I'm not one of those people that think that posting shit on social media doesn't happen, doesn't work, because it does. It definitely does. Because it there's, definitely there's, does. There's, there's riots, it, there's protests in 
every fucking major city in mm -hmm. America. And that started off of posts. Mm -hmm. That started off of reposts, mm -hmm. likes, and retweets in on the, in, in the internet. So no chain letters were used. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm of the mindset that yes, that does work. So I do need to see you out there. I do need to see you posting, sharing information. I I saw beautiful threads of people of people um out here. I saw beautiful threads of people out here putting, posting up real actionable items, posting things that to help people, help white people and non-black people understand what privilege is. And in 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 the things like over like um like like um accepted um um I forgot what the fuck I can't remember what it is. But y'all y'all know what I'm talking about. I'll throw it up there or some shit like that. Um right here. Right here. Bing. <laughs> um like to show you real actionable items to do because we are tired. We are tired and we're done. That is no longer acceptable. You, y'all will love to, to hang around us, dance, dance our dances, listen to our music, use our slang, um, do all of that shit. Use our style, use we, our swag. Like we come from a very, we come from a very diverse area. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, a lot more diverse than people would, would care to realize exactly. growing up outside of Boston. You're right, exactly. Um, it ain't just Childstown and fucking Southie. You know what I mean? Like, it's way more than that. Um, we come from a very diverse area. I could not fucking imagine. I couldn't imagine this same thing happening to the Vietnamese community. In our town, or our city, our state, our country, and we just sat back like Absolutely. shit was cool. Absolutely, we wouldn't. And, and that, like, and that, we, like we would need to. We would need them to for everything to, to align perfectly in the way that they protest and perfectly. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna ignore them. We're not gonna take them seriously. Mm -hmm. We're not. We would never do. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine that happening to the Cape Verdean community. Mm -hmm. I couldn't mm -hmm. imagine that happening to the Indian community. Mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine it. But when it comes to black people, everyone is okay with us getting our ass beat. Mm -hmm. Everyone is okay with us getting killed because that's what black people are for this country. They built it so everyone can come here. It's, and I'm talking about specifically, for, in this instance, I was talking about specifically African-Americans because mm -hmm. we're Haitian-American. Mm -hmm. African-Americans fought, died for the opportunity for us Haitian-Americans to come here mm -hmm. and to think that, mass, think that America is a safe place to Bring your children in to raise your children. Um, African Americans fought for that. Mm -hmm. And I thank you. Kudos. You know what I mean? So, in, in with that and understanding that, that applies for all minorities. Mm -hmm. All of us. And I look at all of us the same. Mm -hmm. We have to protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. We have to help each other. And with that said, when it comes to white people, in in your in your thoughts about these situations we need excuse me we need you to be vocal i don't need you to i need you to be in the front of the line mm -hmm. because you know that what they won't allow that to happen to y'all use some of that privilege for good That's don't just is. don't just sit back and like and fucking like you need to do more because we've allowed you to be around for a long time, for a long time, letting you get away with, with, with shit like that. 
And then all, the, all of a sudden you put out a statement. Oh, gee, golly, gosh, I don't know, I don't know where to begin. I'm at a loss of words. I'm at a loss for words. What the fuck you mean you're at a loss for words? We've been saying this shit for years. How about you? All right, use my words. Yep. Use this. Well, fine, we'll write you the speech too. Here this shit is over. Here you go. Here's the poster you can put on your wall. Yeah. Here you go. Here's, 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 here's the DM I'm to white. with all your racist friends. I'm white. There you go. Even though I am not, I'm not racist, I am privileged. And because of racism and the way that this country's built, I have been, and like we say all the time, we're not saying that that our lives haven't been hard, your life hasn't been hard. Of course not. Of course we're not saying But that. we're saying is the color of your skin had nothing to do with the reason why your life is hard. And that's, let, let, let's stop there for one second just to dig in a little bit deeper on that last line you just said right there, right? Because that's the part I really want white people to understand and to get. I have been a nurse. Now, I've been in the medical field since I was 18 years old, taking care of sick people, okay? So I learned at a very, I learned at an early age that I was able to learn and truly understand that that concept that, you know what, everybody's going through something. And we're all going through different things that bring us heartache and pain. And some of those things we're going through can be stopped and can be remedied. And some of those things, unfortunately, cannot be stopped. They cannot be remedied. Racism can be stopped. Racism, for damn sure, can mm -hmm. be remedied. Mm -hmm. And the way that it will be, it, it will be one of the ways it will be stopped and be remedied is for people change their minds and understanding. When when we as black men, or black women, or anyone of of, of color, come to you and say, "Hey, look, man, I'm going through this with the cops. I'm going through this with the banks. I'm going through this." With the hospitals, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't have time to go into that part. We don't come to you with that information or with that point of view to, as a, hey, I'm going through this with the cops, I'm going through this with, with A, B, and C here, you know, and only I'm going through it and your life is great. Your life's amazing. Come help me. No, 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 no. What we're saying is, hey, you know that issue you're having, you know, with whatever, with your job? that you feel like you can't make it ahead or your boss is always on your back or whoever or whatever aspect of your life you're having a real tough time dealing with. Well, with one of the as aspects that in our lives we're having a real tough time dealing with, it's because we're black. Yeah. If, if, if you are a, a, a white person in America, please, if you're going through some type of hardship, genuine hardship, because you are white, let us know. Bring that to the damn table. Let us know. That's what this table is for. <laughs> Bring it to the table. Remember, remember, yo, I saw this tweet where this dude was, where this dude, this 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 um conservative dude mm -hmm. put up a video of a white dude being killed the same way George mm -hmm. Floyd was being yep. killed. Yep. And he's like, how come I'm not seeing outrage over this? I'm like, and somebody tweeted like, my nigga, you have 300,000 followers. You could have made a stink about Why this. Why didn't you tweet this earlier? Why didn't you do this? But instead, you, you need to piggyback. This as another it's opportunity for your racism, for for, for for your racism to show itself mm -hmm. essentially, yeah. you 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 bring, you bring up this false equivalency. Yep. Well, let me ask you, and, and, to, and to that and to that man who tweeted that about the about the other white man who was killed, my condolences to you and your loss. Yeah. But let me ask you this question: Do you think the color of your friends of that white man who got killed had anything to do with happening to him and how he, he was treated versus George Floyd? 
Now I'm not saying now, now I'm not saying that that it 100% did it because I don't know who who the cop was who did it. I don't know the full situation. Maybe maybe it was a, a white on white crime incident that we're always hearing about that's ravaging America right now. Where are the fathers? Where are the fathers? Where are the fathers? You know, but. If you have a real issue that you could come to the table and say, yo, the same way that a, a woman could come to the table and say, hey, look, I have this issue in America mm -hmm. that's really fucking with me because I'm a woman. Yep. Okay, bring it to the table. Let's hash it out. Yeah. That same way. If you are genuine in saying, because I hear it all the time, what, white men are here said, oh, white men's jobs are being taken. We're, we're losing our country. We're losing our fucking freedom, man. It took we're our jobs. Take our country back, man. We're losing our country. Yeah. If you, in, in, the, in the immortal words of Chris Rock, if y'all are losing, who's winning? Who's winning? Because it ain't us. <laughs> it ain't us. It ain't us. It ain't us. And like when it comes, yo, yo, also, we are not in the business of giving you pats on the back for doing the bare fucking minimum. You tweeting Black Lives Matter or saying justice for George Floyd or making a statement about, you know, counteracting racism and shit like that, we're done. We're done. If you wanted to get a pat on pat on the back for that shit, you missed the boat. Pun intended. We're, we're done. Listen, when, when I say something that is to encourage, to stand up for women's rights... Do I look for a pat on the back? Do I look for when I when I when we stand up and and do something to to um to protect and uphold and, and all the um gay rights, gay and trans rights, am I looking for a pat on the back? Am I looking for somebody to fucking that falls into their white savior complex? Mm -hmm. Right? Another layer because, of this. Because that's the thing. They're only comfortable. It's like in order for race in order for us to solve racism and for equality to happen, it's like we have to we have to trick them into it. Ding 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 like, ding ding. We have to trick them. It's like it's like it's like through inception. We have yes. to trick them into yes. thinking it was and, hold on, hold on, <laughs> to thinking that it was their idea. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. We have to, you know yep. what I mean? Like we 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 have to do all these gymnastics. Somebody call Leonardo DiCaprio. For, yeah, we need job. to. Yeah, we need to get my fucking Christopher Nolan on the job because he's the <laughs> only motherfucker that can get this done. He could, he could direct this whole thing for us, though. He's the new. He's the new. What's the new movie? Tenant. Scrap it. It can't go to theaters anyway. You need to start working on this. Get yo get Christopher, Christopher Nolan's Nolan. Next film, America. America. Get Christopher Nolan on the job. Get that nigga James Cameron. Mm -hmm. Kill the Avatar movies. Mm -hmm. Nobody's seeing them. Work we're, on this. We're solving racial injustice now, guys. Work on this. No one gives a fuck about this movie. That's how a nigga will get an Oscar. Um, but yeah, like, yo, we're done with that shit. Stand up for human rights. Stand up for human rights. Stand up for the black and black and brown people that work with you, that are your best friends, that are your and even then, even if you don't know any fucking black people. You know what? I don't know any fucking Native American people, but I know that we're standing on Wampanoag fucking stolen land right now mm -hmm. as we speak. So anytime a, a situation comes up, whether it's a Keystone, Keystone or mm -hmm. some other shit, I know that when shit comes, I need to represent as hard as I can for them because I'm standing on their land right now. 
and you're at a university that was built by slaves. Hmm. You're on fucking land that was t- that was hoed and milled and, and all that. You were in a country that was built on the black on the back of fucking African slaves. And you want me to give you a fucking pat on the back? You want me to give you a round of applause? Oh, he did that. Look at what Taylor Swift said. Oh, look at what so I don't give a fuck about what she said. What did she do? What about what have we been doing? What have we been saying? Hmm. Celebrities, and we talked about like celebrities making statements and all this mm-hmm. other shit. Mm-hmm. You, 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 that's that's the, the the celebrities making statements is, is such a got gotta be careful unloading it, right? Because when you're in America, one of the things you gotta understand, when it comes to our celebrities, that's another religion as well. Oh yeah. So celebrities, whether they like it or not, have tremendous power over over the narrative that gets set mm-hmm. in America if they choose to exercise yep. that power. Case in point, who would you say is the most famous white male and female actors? I'll give you the I'll give you the uh I'll give you the the male one. Tom Hanks. Niggas love they love Tom Hanks. Man, I love me some Tom Hanks. Some Tom's a man. I fuck with Tom. I fuck with Tom. And who and who, who would you say is probably the most famous white actress? Who's on who's always getting those awards? Damn. Um, you know you know how patriarchy works, nigga. They be rotating them. <laughs> they can't let a white woman get too much. They can't let a woman get too much clout. They gotta rotate them. Whether it's Jennifer Lawrence or motherfucking Amy Adams, or it's, it's not Barbara Streisand. She, she, she's she's older. She's been in films for a very, oh, very long oh, time. Oh, you know the one that looked like Future. Fucking, <laughs> 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 what the fuck is her name? <laughs> Devil Wears Prada. Yes, yes, yes. Devil Wears Prada. What's her What's her name? Not Helen Mirren. No, no, not Helen. God Mirren. damn it! You see what I write? You see our white? I'm going down my white Rolodex, <laughs> and it's failing me. <laughs> Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Yo, Meryl white Street. people would have lynched us for that shit. For not knowing Meryl Streep, <laughs> they would have lynched us for that shit. You fucking crazy. They're on the laptops right now. Where are these niggas located? Yeah, yeah. They're about, do- <laughs> they about to dox us right now. I just learned what doxing meant, nigga. Niggas are wild. So let's, let's say Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep, right, held a joint press conference. And they stepped up to the place and said, you know what? Listen, man. We lived in this country our whole lives. We've literally built our careers in this country. We've lived amazing, amazing lives. And we are forever grateful for that. We're grateful for America. However, America isn't perfect. We have a real, real serious problem here. Group A feels like they're being mistreated, being abused, and there's a lot of evidence supporting that right now. So we, being in Group B, are going to have to come and support them. To show them that, you know what, they are loved, they are respected, they do have their rights. We cannot just strip them of that. We are here to help them and support them. And we, being a group B, need to collectively check ourselves, then support them based off of what the people in group A tell us that they need. Mm-hmm. Which is another key aspect, key aspect of this. We cannot enter the room, enter the discussions, have a seat at the table, and start dictating things because mm-hmm. that's what that's part of the reason how we got in this position in the first place yeah it's time for us to sit back have the seat at the table listen follow directions and execute off of those directions if celebrities of that caliber stepped up to the plate 
and say, you know, and says something along those lines. That helps set the narrative, change the narrative. And then once the narrative is changed, the politicians will fall in line. The, the supporters, all those politicians yeah. will, will, will fall in line. And then the people will thus fall in line. Yeah. In America. Yeah. Because you know, because when you say that, right, people don't, people don't understand. It's like, you know, understand that protests are also a show of power. Mm-hmm. Y'all, you guys have done it. You y'all know a little bit how politics works. Mm-hmm. If there are politicians in power that do think the way that we think, but you know there's a lot of reasons why they'll hesitate to, because we're not asking for any new laws to happen. Mm-hmm. We don't need any new laws. This isn't like the movement and then the civil rights. You know the the civil rights acts have to come into. Yeah. No, those laws are already there. Mm-hmm. All we're asking for is for y'all to enforce them. Yep. That's the only thing we're asking for, is to enforce them. Can you believe it? Like, black people asking y'all to enforce the law. That's crazy. Um, law by a citizen over but, here. But that goes against our stereotype. We can't be enforcing laws. We're supposed to be lawless motherfucking niggers. <laughs> um, so, if 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 these, these protests and the thousands, the tens of thousands of people that show up, what it shows these politicians and what it shows to the rest of the voting public is that this is a movement. Mm-hmm. And this can't be ignored. This has to be considered. Because now we're showing you if this keeps happening, this is what the result will be. Mm-hmm. You know? And they need that. And that's how, that's how poli- like putting boots to the ground is the most effective way of doing anything. If you don't, like, the most effective way to vote is by voting with your feet. Mm-hmm. If you don't like how a state is run, you leave it. When you leave it, that's less taxpayer money. That's less money they have to move around and do the things that they want to do. So their job is to keep you happy and keep you there. They don't fucking, California doesn't keep, Throwing commercials just to visit California, nigga. No, they need you to come and they need you to stay. Yep. They need your money. Mm-hmm. New York needs your money. Mm-hmm. And the reason why all these other states are, are, are still run by all these fucking cockamamie, old-time-ass conservative viewpoints and ideologies is because those states ain't got no fucking money. Yep. And people are leaving. There's no jobs. People aren't coming there. People ain't... How many? How the many, biggest, the how poorest. Many people, how do you? How many times do you hear people picking up and moving to Mississippi? You must be out your picking up, changing their whole life, moving you know, out to Alabama. But you know, there's people that can't get the fuck out because they ain't got no money. They're stuck. Like, you know, and and, and that's. I mean, I mean with, with all this stuff, with the politicians, the the, the the celebrities, um, just 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 a. Touch base on another celebrity and, and their comments on, on all this. I mean, take a look at Lil Wayne. You know, I fucking, mean, fucking coon. Listen, Lil, Lil, Lil Wayne. Let me let me let me put on the proper filter here for a <laughs> moment because I don't. I wanna I wanna do my best not to disparage people within or outside of my culture to the best of my ability, but understand I'm only human. Lil Wayne to me is a perfect example to go back to my point earlier about how we celebrate celebrity here, like mm-hmm. as if it's a religion here yep. in America. He's a perfect example of when this goes wrong. Because the same way, same thing I said about Meryl Streep and, and Tom Hanks, when 
on the flip side of that, when Lil Wayne comes out here and and his quotables essentially go back to basically blaming, putting blame or putting more responsibility on the back of the oppressed Mm -hmm. versus putting that responsibility on the back where it belongs of the oppressor, Mm -hmm. you know what that does? It gives more quotables to that oppressor. So now they're on they're on Fox News. They're on these conservative networks. And well, mm-hmm. well, hip hop artist Little Wayne says Little Wayne, Little Wayne, <laughs> Little Weezy, Little Weezy, Fifty Cent. You know, <laughs> he says that black people need to do better. And, and for those we, guys, we got we got to turn and look at our, at ourselves. You know let, me, let, 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 let me let me let me let me like we like we ain't been looking at up. our fucking selves for four hundred and fifty fucking years. Let me pull it up here. Half a fucking millennium. 450. I'm I'm bugging. It's like 550. All right. Let me let me read his full quote. So he 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 had an interview with um with Fat Joe over the weekend discussing the George Floyd situation. And I'm just gonna read some of his comments from the interview. I would encourage you all to go seek that interview out yourself, watch it yourself just to formulate your own opinion. But here's some of the key quotes that came out of that, okay? Let me see here. So, little Wayne, I quote. I think when we see these situations, I think we also have to understand that we have to get very specific. And what I mean by that is we have to stop viewing it as such a broad view, meaning we have to stop placing the blame on the whole force and the whole everybody or certain race or everybody with a badge. We have to actually get into who that person is And if we want to place the blame on anybody, it should be ourselves for not doing more than what we think we're doing. I have another I have another uh, oh quote of his I'm going to read here. Oh but before I read that other quote, just something about a little story about Lil Wayne so people could get a better understanding of his perspective of why he has these viewpoints. This is from another interview I watched him do, and I never knew this about him until about like maybe a year, year and a half ago. Long story short, when he was a child, there was a gun inside of his house. He ended up getting shot. Shot Leading, himself. He shot himself. I, I wanted to save him that part of the embarrassment. But no, fuck that. Uh, ultimately, he shot himself with a gun. By accident. He was By a accident. You know, police officers show up, and the way he tells the story, four or five officers showed up. Four of the five officers were black. All four of those officers stepped over him to search the house because they, they thought there were drugs inside the house. So they, so they just stepped over his body there. And then the only white officer there picked him up, got him in the police cruiser or the ambulance, and got into the hospital and saved his life. So in Little Wayne's purview, a white police officer, a white male police officer, literally saved his life while the other black police officers completely disregarded him. First and foremost, kudos to that officer who did that, and shame on those four other officers who walked over his body like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But with that said, I feel the big point that Little Wayne is missing in all this is when people say, when they go point at the police officers, say, hey, this officer's a bad cop, and he's doing this, that, and this and that, and he's bringing all this harm to our community, they're not just saying this cop. They're saying this cop system, this police officer's ways of doing things. You'd be hard-pressed to find someone who's had a negative interaction with the police department, right, 
or, or with the one police officer who isn't left walking away saying, you know, it wasn't just that cop. It's the, it's all of them. They all they all play a role in that one bad apple being able to survive for as long as that one bad apple does what he does, right? So, mm -hmm. for example, let's say you're a good cop, right? You don't abuse your authority. You don't harass people. You come in, you do your job, you go home, back home to your wife and kids. Chances are you never even unholstered your gun. However, you're well aware of two or three other police officers on the same force as you who are not like you. Yep. You know they're robbing. You know they're selling drugs. You know they're killing people. Abusing. You know them. they're abusing their authority in a way that you would never do it. However, you, being the good cop, never turns in that bad cop. Nope. Now, we're not going to get to all the minutiae why you don't do it, but just to touch base on that minutia, at the end of the day, you don't do it because you value the power you have more as being a, a police officer than the power you would lose by turning those other police officers in. And then what does that say about you? Think about that. You would rather stay on a corrupt police force, knowing that it's corrupt, than doing the right thing. And you still want to be considered a good cop? That doesn't necessarily add up in my book. But that's just my humblest of opinion. Yeah. Yeah, you can continue. So to go back to uh, Little Wayne's third uh, quote here. Fucking idiot. <laughs> can I jump? Can I jump in? Just, just oh, okay, read this last quote here. So Little Wayne continues. What else am I gonna do after that? Some people put a tweet out, and they think they did something. Some people wear a shirt, and they think they did something. What are you going to do after that? Did you actually help the person? Did you actually help the family? Did you actually go out there and do something? So if you ain't about to do all that, then I ain't about to do nothing. I'll pray for you. Thank you for your prayers, Lil Wayne. Oh my god. Can't wait for your next album to drop. Oh my fucking god. Hope it goes triple plastic. Oh my fucking god. But just to surmise that, that you could put out your opinion about it, it's like that whole that's Little Wayne's privilege. The privilege That nigga been rich, rich longer than he was fucking. No, no. Exactly. Go, 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 no, no. Go. You know, that's that's Little Wayne's privilege right there. You talk about a, a musical artist who before he was even eighteen was a millionaire. Fourteen. Yeah, I'm not just saying before he was 18. Yeah, well, that's crazy. But before he was even 18, 14, 15 years old, millionaire, touring the world, seeing things that this world has to offer that few people ever get to see, few people ever get to experience. So his purview is, is nowhere near the purview of someone like me, someone like the common folk out here who are going through this day in and day out. Yet shockingly enough, it's funny how money changes people. Time changes people because you go back and you listen to those earlier Lil Wayne albums. You go back and, 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 and you listen to, to those early Cash Money albums coming out of Louisiana, coming out of what ward? What ward? Out the Calio? You know? Um, Magnolia Projects. Magnolia Projects. Listen to what they were rapping about in 98, 99, and the 2000 versus what Lil Wayne is talking about now. It's on us. We must do better. It's not the police officer's fault. It's us as a community. And to a certain degree, he, he's right. We do need to do better. But the way he put out that statement, the way, and I, and I watched a few, the, the full interview and I got the full context of it, so I feel comfortable saying this. The way he put it out there is almost as if 
Stop blaming the slave master. Blame the slave. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you. I'm going to start this with saying something that Vince Staples said today. Uh, <laughs> you niggas going to learn you not too rich for that rope. Mm. And like niggas got to put that shit like right. I'm about to etch that shit right on the side of the MLK Memorial, my nigga, because mm. that right there is a quote for the ages. Mm. Pointed exactly for niggas like Lil Wayne. Mm -hmm. You ain't too rich for the rope, nigga. And you think, and I'm not talking about that rope literally, my nigga, obviously. Mm -hmm. But to an un uneducated nigga like Lil Wayne, he might think I mean that fucking literally. Mm. Fuck that nigga. Fuck him. That's where I'm at with this. That's where I'm at with this. You're too fucking grown. You have too much fucking influence to be screaming this fucking white fucking rhetoric for a nigga that looks like you. You think if you're Lil Wayne and not a multi-millionaire successful rap artist, Lil Wayne, you could walk around looking the way you look? Imagine if Lil Wayne was a nigga. locked up every other fucking duh. day. Imagine if Lil Wayne was fucking that little Dwayne from the fucking mm. auto shop. Mm. Mm. You think you can go walk down the street? Who the fuck is Lil Wayne? Oh, Dwayne? With them yeah, six the with them six blonde dreads? Mm. Yo, I got too much running through my fucking mind right now about this nigga, <laughs> man. Yo. It's tough, man. It's, it's tough. but that's that's conditioning, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's how that watch whiteness work. Watch how we can turn them on each other. We give a little, throw a little money in their pockets. All of a sudden, now they're not loyal to their skin. They're loyal to the dollar. And for someone like Lil Wayne, all these years, with all the things that this nigga's been through, all the things that he's seen, ain't he the nigga that had to go to prison for having a gun on him in the exactly. state of New York? Spent a year in Rikers. Fat. He... And we say this, and um, we talk about this all the time. Like based on where we come from, we never had a, we never looked at white people like they were better than us because where we grew up, white, poor white people were right beside us. Where, where we grew up, the poor white people were right beside us, and the rich white white people were right beside them. Yeah, the um, communities we grew up in, whether you're rich or poor, we all went to the same school. Yeah, we live in this town. We all go to the same school. Yeah, like growing up, I remember us growing up in Brockton, nigga. The first crackheads I seen were the white people yep. that lived right below yep. us. Yep. Yep. Like I, so, I, so I never grew up with this idea that all white people were just happy and the shit that they showed us on TV and mm -hmm. things like that, and white people had it all and all this other shit. I never grew up with that. Mm -hmm. So I never grew up with that shit in my system mm -hmm. to think that they were better than us. Instead, we grew up in the reality. When, when when you say thing, when somebody like Lil Wayne says some shit like that, that lets me know he's how he still views white people, mm -hmm. and how stereotypes, racism, bigotry, how all of that shit works, and it worked on a nigga that looks like him. Uh, this, the nigga that looks like a dude that a white woman would clutch her fucking purse if he was walking by. While calling the police saying that he already harassed her. 
but he's screaming that fucking rhetoric. And in and, and, and those quotes, and he said the quote, I remember that interview when he said, that I don't think that racism exists. The white man that saved my, the white man saved my life. Racism don't exist. So again, understand his purview. Oh purview. Jesus Christ! Understand his purview. But you know that's that's and that's not to say his opinion doesn't matter. It does not that to say his opinion shouldn't hold weight. I'm just merely trying to say his opinion Fuck is that. just that. It's his opinion and. One of the things we have to address in our society is why the fuck are we why asking? Why does his opinion? Yeah. Even, why are we asking Little Wayne about fucking? <laughs> why? Why does his opinion carry so much weight? What the fuck? When did, it really, what? at the end of the day, should. Who gives a fuck about what Ja Rule thinks about this? Now it's Ja Rule. And what was that incident about with the Ja Rule? That was some shit. I don't think it was 9-11 or some shit like that. And they fucking seen in. It was 9-11. Fox was like, hey, let's cut to Ja Rule and see what he fucking. <laughs> the fuck is what would Ja Rule has to say about a time like this? The fuck? The media. Spin, spin, spin. Nah, but, but as long as you, when you have, as long as you have no celebrities like Lil Wayne out here making those type of comments. Other celebrities make making comments where, and I haven't seen too too many too too too, too uh, many of them out there making negative comments, but they're definitely out there. They're for damn sure out there. Go go check your your Twitter feeds. You will see them for, for yourself. But 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 with that, you know, we still have to figure out a way to move forward. We still have to figure out a way to get out of this. And we are because whether or not Little Wayne's still gonna be there. Whether we, whether we like it or not, Candace Owens is still going to be there. You know, those people are still going to be there. They they are still going to be a part of our culture because they're still going to be a part of our culture because, number one, we can't kick them out. And, number two, it goes against our culture to kick them out. Instead, we have to do everything in our power to mute them, to, to mute them and or... Re-educate them. I'm mute- chances are they're gonna have to be muted. I'm, I'm muting the re-education. Fu- yeah, I'm muting. You can't the f- re-educate that money that they get. They I'm, don't secure the bag. I'm muting the fuck out of all of them. I'm done. We're done with that shit. I'm done with that shit. I'm not. All those platitudes. We need to unite. We've been trying to unite. We've been trying to sing kumbaya. We've been reaching out a hand to sing kumbaya. But that hand is getting fucking smacked back, shot, strangled, all of that shit. We're done. We're done with that shit. I seen the Breakfast Club fucking brought Rush Limbaugh on the... Why, why do we keep extending this hand? These people have consistently told us over and over and over again who they are. Why can't we... Not why can't we. We are. It's done. It's over. No more kumbaya. Either you with us or you're not. Pick a side. None of that fucking trying to play both sides. And when you put out your statement, I don't. If you don't use the word murder, police brutality, racism against blacks, you need to use all those words. If you're not using those words, those direct words, you're bullshitting. You're bullshitting. For damn sure, half-stepping at the very least. Pick a side. Because at the end of the day, do not get in our fucking way. Because that's what they're trying to do. 
if you can't pick a side, do not get in our way. If Because that's what they want to do. They want to jostle back and forth. Try to try to you know we have to put a we we have to put out a marketing strategy to make sure that we seem like we're we're aligned with this progressive movement, but at the same time we Shout don't want to Pepsi. We, we don't want to alienate our racists. No. Shout out to Pepsi it's and quiet, Kendall Jenner. It's quiet for that. It's quiet for that, man. Like, so like I said, don't get in our way. Yeah, what are you gonna say? No, just um. Piggyback off your point there, like placating to these people who need to, who who need to be very clear which side that they're on instead of playing the fences. I mean, and keeping the realm of celebrities, another celebrity like like Michael Jordan. Shout yeah. out to the goat. Yeah. Shout out to the goat. Another dude. But my man, notorious. Do you do you understand? Could you imagine? He literally, he literally played the fence. Let, let, in twenty four, I'm gonna donate to 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 the, some black groups and yep. I'm gonna donate to the cops. Yep. Let me let me. Can you imagine if the day after the first time the Like Mike Gatorade commercial dropped, if Michael Jordan took the podium and came out with that same energy as not let's not even let's say for the sake of right, he came out with that same energy of Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> how much better off we would be off today? Because you know what's the difference between him and him, him and him and Cap? Aside the obvious differences from their political viewpoints and everything. But in terms of their celebrity, where it stands, one of the reasons that Colin Kaepernick was able to get written off, remember what I said earlier about celebrity status and how it works? You know, the more popular you have, the more power people will give you and they look up to you, et cetera, et cetera. At the time where Colin Kaepernick was doing what he was doing, he wasn't regarded as like the best NFL player or the best no. QB. No. So it was easy for them to dismiss him. Yeah. It was easy yeah. for them to, for them to be like, yeah, we don't need this get, get Yeah, he get was the on the decline anyways. He was on the decline anyways. Michael Jordan, if he comes out in 1990 whatever or 1980 whatever, whenever whenever that commercial dropped, when he was bona fide, the best player in the NBA, the most popular athlete in the world, they wouldn't have been able to shut that down. They couldn't. Literally the only way they would be able to shut that down is if they were to kill him. Mm -hmm. And from my point of view, they don't play that card too many times now. They can only play so many more. Mm -hmm. So when you're someone with a stature, and, and that that's rare air. That's that's rare air there, right? With the stature of Michael Jordan, pro, and you wait until something like this happens to issue a statement. <laughs> When these situations have been happening time and time and time again. And I don't want to hear no shit about, oh, well, well he's an athlete, da, da, da. What was Kareem doing? What was Bill Russell doing? Muhammad you know? Ali. What was Muhammad Ali doing? Let's not forget, this This is the, the, the point is supposed, okay. to, what was, is supposed to be, you know, a, 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 sports, a sports podcast, right? With, with, all, with political stuff and all those other stuff that, that we discuss. But let, let's really dig in there. You know, you're Michael Jordan. It wasn't like you didn't have other people. You you could have picked up, even if there was no one in the NBA, you could have called Jim Brown. You could say, hey, Jim, you know what, I man? You see this power, you see this, this, this plan. Yeah, how do I handle, how do I handle, I handle yeah. to put our people in a better situation? Yeah, he wasn't interested in that. That wasn't what his goal nah, was. Man, he was interested in cigars and... And cursing out, cursing out his backup, his backup two guard, and yeah. punching, punching Steve Kerr in the punching, face. Punching, punching Steve Kerr. 
Yeah, man. Well, look out for those new Minnesota 11 colorways coming out. You're going to be sharp. You're going to be real sharp. <laughs> That's why he dropped it. About to drop those new Jordans in the Minnesota colorways. Marketing. The real question is, are they going to be purple, like the Vikings, or is it going to be like Timberwolves? Like- I hope they're the Timberwolves colorway. Sharp. More options. Yeah. Purple uh, is the color of healing, though. Another way to market yourself there. It's all marketing, baby. Because these these statements these statements that are coming out from uh, fucking fucking all these companies it ain't it ain't payroll it ain't coming from that ain't the department it's coming from nigga. this is all marketing this is all marketing it's definitely not logistics you know it, it's not yeah it's not logistics it's not PR you know it's PR and marketing yeah it's not payroll it's not HR it's not fucking from the from the head of the company no that nigga's sleep right now mm-hmm. with all this shit going on. CEO of Nordstrom, he's fine. Niggas at Target, they fine. I see people out there cleaning. Still in clean, Gucci and gold. Gucci and gold. You know what I mean? I see these see people out here cleaning the graffiti off of them, off of a Nordstrom. What? 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 Be Even right. after you clean that, they still gonna hire other people to re to read to put new glass in and repaint the shit. Why are you wasting your time? Why are you using your sweat equity to do that? Sure, you can say it's symbolic, but symbolically go clean up something else. Go help them. This is your opportunity to go help the mom and pop. Why are you helping these big ass corporations? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Corporations who, at a time like this, who have made it very, 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 very clear, they don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about any workers, let alone their own. You think the Nordstrom CEOs right now are even give a fuck? If ain't that's another, that's gonna be another tax write off for them. Our building was destroyed. Chances are they don't even own the building; they're just leasing it. Yeah, just right. yeah just leasing. You know, but if people, if that's how people want to spend their time, go ahead. That, that's how you spend. That's how you spend your time. Hopefully it it does something good for for the, for for the for the neighborhood and everybody benefits from it. But where I say you're you're stealing somebody else's job because they're gonna hire somebody to do all that. Yeah, honestly, they were, and they still are. Hmm. They're not gonna be like, oh well, some people cleaned it up after. No, they're still gonna hire a team to come out and clean it. Like these corporations, corporations like the NFL. You know, their stance. We're done I mean, kneeling, bro. I mean, We're done kneeling, I mean, Jay. I mean, it, it's funny to read some of read some of uh, Roger Goodell's quotes related to this, and some of the statements that the NFL itself has put out to this. Quite frankly, it's disgusting. It's bullshit. Yep. It's lip service. It's embarrassing. And quite frankly, I am deeply, deeply, deeply offended, because how can you, out of one side, out of your mouth, say? We don't want Kaepernick in our league no more. Let's do what we can do to get him up out of here because we don't like what he stands for. We don't like the attention that he brings. Then on the other side of your mouth, you drop comments about what's going on in this country right now related to police violence against minorities. The same issue that Colin Kaepernick was kneeling wouldn't, about. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't it be great if you had like a, a spokesperson that was like a player that was really like adamant about this movement? You know, if only... If only, if only if the NFL had a player who was willing to take the stand, to willing to take that podium and say, you know what, this is wrong. We can't be doing this anymore. If only. But unfortunately, they don't. Nope. Where are they going to find somebody like that? I mean, yeah, someone willing to take the knee? You see these cops kneeling now? Huh. 
My, how the times have changed. Mm. Interesting. The cops are taking a knee. Mm. And again, to your point about why protest means power. Mm. Understand something about police officers in America, and I'm going to be very clear and very blunt on this. Specifically with male police officers. If you are a male police officer, and shout out to my boys out there on the force, you are a cop for one of two reasons. Pussy and power. Women like a man in uniform, so you want that uniform. And people, women and men, gay or straight, respect power. So if you're a cop, I don't hear any bullshit about, oh, I joined the force to change the community, or I joined the force for X, Y, Z reasons. No. You joined the force for pussy and or power. Even if the pussy wasn't even a factor, you for damn sure, at the very least... Join that force for power. What about the female cops? What they join for? I'm not making any comments about the female police officers outside. Outside of the fact that pussy may not have been a motivating factor, but the power was. The power is the true key motivating factor. Even if you're seeking out that power to do good with it, you're still seeking out the power nonetheless. Just that now, in front of our faces, we're seeing people with that power abusing it. So understand that. When you're looking at police officers, even if they're doing right with that power that they have, and I pray to God that they are, I really, really do. I pray that they use that power for good instead of evil. But don't get it twisted. They're on that job for the power. Even when they brag about how much money they make, hey, you know, I get 60Ks a year, then I make another 30, 40K off of, off of, the, um, off of the police details I do. I'm living good. Really? You're living good? If you're that happy, if you're that happy, why, why is the, the, the alcohol rate amongst police officers through the roof? Why is the depression rate through the roof? Why is the, why is the suicide rate for police officers and correction officers through the roof, and particularly within a year or two after they retire? Why is the, the, why is the, why is the divorce rate of correctional officers and police officers through the roof? We hear some of the testimonies the of, some of, these, uh, of some of these ex-wives out here. And the they domestic talk about violence. The domestic level. violence. They talk about the years of being abused by their police officer boyfriend and or husband. And you want to talk about people who are truly oppressed. Hmm. Who are they going to call? Yeah. His buddies on the force working the other shift? Mm -hmm. We all know how that oh, story goes. Mary, just calm down. It, is it really that bad? Well, instead of taking him to jail tonight... We'll put them in a hotel. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get him some counsel. We'll let him counseling on the force. Let him sleep we'll it off. You, 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 you're going to cost this man his job. Yeah, his job, Mary. You love him. You love him. To all the women who have ever. What about the kids? Had to deal with the women what about and, Jimmy Jr.? Women and children who have ever had to withstand the abuse of a man. And if you survived it, prayers up. I love you. I care about you. Wherever you are in your life right now, I hope you're doing amazing, and I, and I hope it only gets better for you to be able to survive something like that, period. Let alone if you're suffering from the hands of the abuser, who's also a cop. Careful, Jay. When you sound like you're pandering now, you pandering to women? Pander, 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 pander. Call me designer. But, you know, that's, that's, just, something in, that's just something there to think about. When you're looking at these police officers, and, and let me, and let me say, say this also, to the cops out there who are doing their best, who are trying to make a change, who are in that department, yeah, you might have joined for, 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 for the pussy or for the power or whatever, but you're there now. You want to use that power for good. 
one of the things that you're going to have to do and one of the things you're going to have to accept is that if you truly want to do good with that power, you have to be willing to lose mm -hmm. that power. Mm -hmm. You have to either be willing to either die for this shit or be willing at the very least turn in your badge for this shit. I ain't doing that. Because if I turn in my badge, I lose the I power. Lose the power. And then the what, power and, that chances are. And then who am I? A, a civilian? I can't go back into civilian life with the rest of them. Mm. With them. This is because if, if you don't, because if you don't think it's us, versus, it's a us versus them thing. Go ahead and go ahead and talk to a cop. And and, and, also, and once he and like to me, a civilian now is a slur. Don't mm. call me a civilian. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't call me that. And, and don't because get now what you're telling me is you are above me now. Mm -hmm. You rule me now. Mm -hmm. I'm just a civilian. Mm -hmm. It's never, oh, we respect each other as, as, as civilians together. No. It's your civilian, I'm police. Mm -hmm. You're a civilian, I'm an MP. You're a civilian, I'm a soldier. I am You're power, you are powerless. Exactly. That's what that means. Nah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you know, and I, you know, I really don't even have an answer for like when all this shit should end. Because I know, I mean, every any minute now, Trump is going to like, do some wild shit, right? You know, it's like we're just waiting on states' response to this. This weekend was wild, and we're waiting to see when what states' responses response to this is going to be because, um, like I I fully expect them to come out in full force. So it's like when I don't even know when this shit is truly going to end. I think it's going to end soon. Honestly, mm -hmm. I don't think because the cat's out the bag. Yeah, you know, so yeah. it's like and it's not going back in. Can't no, catch that bitch. It's yeah. Out. Right, so this I feel like this is the worst of it. I think there is going to be lingering things in other cities, or mm -hmm. the Iraq was thrown through this um, mm -hmm. this window, and they looted that, like in the dead of a night somewhere. Blah blah. We'll, we'll probably New York or something mm -hmm. like that, only because New shout York, out to Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> I'll never go there. Go <laughs> only because New York has like more pockets of what yeah. you know. What I mean, yeah. um, but like you know, when with places where things are really centralized, where they know the police can actually police those areas heavily. I don't I don't see those things happening again. I think that's over. You know, and I'm and I'm kind of glad it's over. Be, not glad it's over. Yeah, I'm kind of glad it's over because of COVID. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. like you said earlier, 7,000 people, dog, all 7, grouped together people, like you, mask or not. This I is saw a lot of masks out there though. Yeah, but this is literally counterintuitive to the exact thing that we were trying to avoid. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like I don't know, like do you think like a second like when do you think it's going to like do you or do you think a second wave might pop off because of this? Because of this specific incident yesterday with the with the with the protest march, that in and of itself, I don't think would spark a second wave. If that behavior were to continue for another week or two, I think for damn sure it would spark another wave. Um, however, you got to pick your poison at some point. You know, I, I'm a big believer in quality over quantity of life. And if you're telling me that I could either I could either go outside and protest and risk dying because I, I could get corona, okay, gotcha. you know, or I could stay inside, be a, be much safer from, you know, contracting corona and, and getting sick and Lord knows what happens after that. But I'm also silent as well. I don't have the same voice as those people in the streets. 
So it, it really is a sort of, I'm not going to say it's a lose-lose situation or even a pick-your-poison situation. It, it, it's just, it's a tough position to be in. And I'm not knocking anyone on either side. However, what I will say is, we don't need the riots to get the change that we want. When we look at America in the in the fifties and the sixties, and you, since you since you guys love Martin Luther King, you want to bring him up and, and quote him, all the things he did, the sit-ins, the marches, the 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 the, the church gatherings, all of that stuff, it was good, fine, and dandy. But you know what sparked the real change? And this is what you gotta understand: we live in America. There's a reason why they put in God we trust on our money, because that's God around these parts mm -hmm. money is god money is the only America. language they understand so back in the back back in his day in in in, in, the, in the 50s and 60s mm -hmm. the the most lethal weapon that martin luther king and his squad came up with weren't the sit-ins weren't, weren't the marches it was simply we're not coming to your business no more we're not giving you our money i can't come to the front door of this restaurant then i'm not coming to this restaurant I can't sit wherever the fuck I want on this bus. I'm not taking your bus. I will walk to work. Sit out. We will unite as a group, and we will start car caravans to get to work. We don't have to bank with you. We can still pull our money together and find another bank. That's how we continue on this process, this movement, without necessarily having to to protest march or 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 or, or riot or, or any of those other other things but still be effective. Yeah, imagine if if imagine if yesterday for example those 7000 people were those 7000 people who marched yesterday, right? Said boom, this is what we're going to do. 7000 of us, right? 3000 of us bank with Bank of America, another 3000 2000 2000 of us bank with Santander, another 2000 banks with Bank of Boston. Right? That's the 7,000. Imagine if all 7,000 of them say, yo, this, this is our plan for tonight's riot. We're all going to go out, or, or, or this morning's riot. We're all going to go to the banks, withdraw all of our money, mm -hmm. and deposit it into, let's say, one United Bank. Mm -hmm. And we're going to tell the banks, yeah, this is why, this is why we, we're taking our money out of here, A, B, and C reasons, and this is where the money's going to be. We're going to do this on Friday. And then Tuesday, we're going to take that money back out of one United and put it back into our respective bank accounts. We're going to do that once just to show you the strength, the strength, just to show you the level of organization. Yeah. So the first time we're going to take it out and we're going to put it back just to let you all know what we were capable of. But the next time won't be no next time. The next time we're taking all of the money out of the bank. We're taking we're, we're, the, ne the next time. We're not going to burn target. No, 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 no. We're going to stand out there with signs and say, don't go in here. This company stands for. A, B, and C, and all and all these things are 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 tools that are used as, and weaponized against us and people who look like us to oppress us. Yeah, because because you'll still get the racists that'll come in. Absolutely, sure, absolutely. But now you won't have black people, you won't have the white liberals coming in, you won't have the minorities coming in, and 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 I ask you, what company just can you know what I mean how many companies or big corporations can just survive off the dollar of conservative racist hmm. people the entire republican party is barely surviving right now matter yeah. of fact they're not surviving hence all of the voter suppression right like so for for me the, the when do i think that this will actually stop in reality 
though, aside from that, from that, uh, that, 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 that situation I described right there, I mean, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. I think we're, we're, it's, it's the beginning of the week right now. We continue to see further protesting and march that's taking place all over this country. I think that continues on for the rest of this week. However, I think this week is going to be a very, very dangerous week for all that with, with the you type think of the, president you think that the we you think, right the, you think the marching is going to continue this week? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I think I think the marching will, will, will continue uh, for the rest of the week. And then it's going to culminate with some type of major news, probably Thursday or Friday, whether the major news is that what the, the other three officers have been arrested. Because at this point, there's two. This and remember, that's the reason why all this is happening. Y'all could have arrested four police officers, and all this shit would have been done. fucking done. You would have had maybe one or two days of protesting, maybe, maybe one or two days of protesting, if any, and then if it would have been done, if any. But if if from the same day you announced that the cop whose knee was actually on his throat was arrested, you announced, and the other three officers have been arrested as well. And granted, it caused a lot of things, right. but you know. And granted, and, and I want to just, I just, I just want to say this at the end. It's like, don't, don't think that there hasn't been progress. Yeah, there has been progress. When I talk about 2014, the reason why the Mike Brown marches happened in Ferguson is because they refused to fucking fire that cop. Mm -hmm. They refused to even fire him, let alone indict him. That's what that march was about. Fast forward six years later, they fired those cops before the motherfucking pin could drop. Listen, they, I was still in the, I was still you know in the middle of writing my mean tweet, and they already fired And them. they already got them out of here. Yep. There was a statement from the, the Minneapolis police fired them. Mm -hmm. The fucking, the, the, the University of Minnesota already put out a statement saying they condemned the acts, and they didn't want, they even cut, they didn't even want Minneapolis police doing any details for the university mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. They... The mayor of, of Minnesota leaped to fucking condemn them mm -hmm. before any of this could even happen because mm -hmm. they knew what was coming. Mm -hmm. And that's in six years. Mm -hmm. Don't think that it, it because it isn't happening fast enough that we aren't making progress. We are making progress. But what you have to understand is, and I'm talking to the people that, are, of course, that are fighting, fighting for this, people like you, you and me and everyone in this room. We have to understand that just because it isn't happening fast enough doesn't mean that it isn't happening.